All right, all right. Here we go. The recording has started. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to October 12th, the 1492 Columbus Hill, the Ocean Blue Day, in case you forgot. All right, I noticed this morning, as soon as I got on the, the one, the, what is it called? The two, oh my God, I have my mind fade. The 215. Wow. And I, uh, there was no traffic. And, but anyway, enough about that. Todd, we, today, ladies and gentlemen, we've got from our lovely office in Arizona, Camelback office, manager Todd Lee. I mean, recently gone manager before an agent. Say hi to everybody. Everybody say hi to Todd. Hey, Todd. Hi, hi Todd. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I, I wanted him to hear you all before I do this. Hold on one second. Okay, so I've mutified you. So, Todd, you have to hit star six on your phone. Once you do that, let me know, please. Okay, am I there? There he is. Sound really good, too. Good morning. So, ladies and gentlemen, Todd Lee from Camelback office in Arizona. Todd, you know, I know you, and a lot of people in Arizona know you, but Nevada, California. So, uh, and you've recently turned real estate agent into manager. So, tell everybody a little about yourself, how long you've been doing this, and all that good stuff, please. All righty. Well, um, I got my license in 2003 and uh, started with a, a kind of a sister company to our, our company before this. I was with Prudential American Associates here in town. And I was with them for several years. I was their rookie of the year, first year, and kind of took off by storm. It was uh, seemed to be a, a natural a natural job for me, so I, I really, really enjoyed it. And it's, I'm using that term job because I'll get back to a little bit about that. Um, yep. So it started off and, and uh, it really kind of took off very well and worked off well until about 2006, 2007, and then, you know, everything was kind of going nuts. And 2008 rolled around and the market crashed and my business crashed and I couldn't figure out what in the world I was going to do next. So started bartending a couple of nights a week to make ends meet and just really kind of struggled for the next oh, year and a half, two years until I left that company and joined Prudential, Amer- Prudential Arizona Properties, which is now, as everybody knows, Berkshire Hathaway. So joined that company back in 2009 and uh, moved into this Camelback office. Uh, Phil Mercurio was the branch manager here. Great guy, wonderful, wonderful man, and a, really a great teacher. So mm-hmm. I was really happy, moved over here into this office, and uh, still was just not not really figuring things out yet until I took a class by uh, a guy named John Joseph, who was our um, trainer before Rick got here. So, um, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm sure you know you know John very well. I do, Great yeah. Guy, dynamic Super. guy, really really enjoyed his uh, his his classes, and I took a, an agent restart course from him, and it was about. Oh, I think three classes into it, I was sitting in one of his classes, and he started talking about business, and it was like the light bulb flashed. And mm-hmm. this whole time that I had been an agent, at that point it had been about almost seven years, I had been treating this like a job. And at that point, when the light bulb flashed, and I figured out this was a business, and I better treat it like a business, or I wasn't going to be in business for very much longer. From that point right. on... Everything just took off. I mean, treating it like a business, running it like a business, having my having my business open was this just like the biggest key and the biggest eye opener for me. If your if your business isn't open, you're not doing anything. So mm-hmm. from that point on, for the next several years, really enjoyed a lot of success in the business. 
And then uh, last October, our branch manager down here, Don Segrin, had decided that uh, it was time for her to spend more time with her family, and she wanted to move up to Washington State and be with her daughter and grandkids. So before she left, she had asked me if I would be interested in this position, and I thought, well, I'd be interested. I, you know, I'd, I'd hear kind of hear what everybody has to say. So met with Charlie, had a great conversation with, with Charlie McLean. And mm -hmm. uh, after the conversation with him, um, Charlie said, well, I think you'd be a great fit for us. So let's talk to Mark. So had a phone call that afternoon with Mark Stark, and uh, we decided that it would be a good fit for me. So I jumped into it and decided that this was, this was really going to be the direction I wanted to go, and I've never been happier. This is a, a, an amazing opportunity. I love the company. I love what it stands for. I love how they treat their agents, and it, it's, it's just been a great fit. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yes, we enjoy having you here, too. And it's been, what, just a little over a year now you've been manager of that office, right? Right at a year. Actually, it's the 28th of this month, I think, is my one-year anniversary, so I'm just slightly under a year. Well, happy one-year anniversary two weeks in advance. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, that whole uh, concept of uh, treating it like a real business is so important because, you know, employees show up at a certain time and they go home, and what happens during the day? I mean, you got to get a certain amount in or you're not going to stay an employee, but to be the employer, you're responsible for the bottom line, the income, what's happening. It's funny because I was explaining that to my son this morning. We were coming back from the gym, you know, and uh, he's got school today and we go to the gym real early. He goes to school. I go to work and he's getting very inquisitive about real estate. And I was trying to explain to him that difference. And when you're 16, it doesn't make as much sense, I guess, but I think, I think he understood the concept where it's a whole responsibility thing. I mean, it's crazy. You know, yeah. So, um, but you have to be. That's why if you ought to be really good in real estate. You know, you have to be somewhat. I would call it partially obsessed about creating new business for yourself if you want to be super successful. Would you agree? Absolutely. I mean, you you need to. Uh, you, you really need to be self motivated. That's that's mm -hmm. the biggest key. I think you've got to be self motivated because in this business, nobody's going to make you do your job. It's right. you've got to be motivated to do it on your own. So you've got to want to build a business. You've got to want yeah. to be successful. You've got to have a why. So if you don't have a why, I would strongly suggest that that be the very first thing that you figure out what you need to do. Figure out your yep. why. Why are you doing this? What, why, yeah. Why do you want to make that kind of money? Why do you want to, yep. you know, so I, I agree totally, 100%. And for the people that are thinking, well, I'm not super self-motivated, well, you can become super self-motivated through the art of repetition and creating habits. So that's absolutely. just an excuse. Yep, you know, absolutely. It's kind, of like, it's kind of like when I talk to people about social media, they go, it's not me. Whenever I go, what, what money's not you? Free is not you? That's such a, you know, as soon as you stay, it's like, I love the example of you look at a star athlete, you go, oh, well, yeah, they're so talented. Well, wait a minute. Talent isn't the only thing. It, 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 that's a, when you say someone's talented, it's like, dis, okay, so you know what? I'm not that talented, so I could never do that. So don't, you know, that's a cop-out. People that are really so good. What's that? Talent only gets you so far. Well, even with like uh, talent, like, uh, like LeBron James, I mean, he's talented. He's 6'9", he's 250, he's a physical, spe but if he didn't work his butt off in practice, he'd be not good at basketball, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So, so tell us a little about, okay, so you were saying, um, you know, I, I like what you were saying. So you were saying about the business versus employee mentality. Tell me a little bit more about that, what that means to you. Well, 
if you're as an employee, really as an employee, what you do is you work just hard enough not to be fired. That's really what your <laughs> motivation is. I'm going to work That's just so hard true, enough that it? I'm not going to be fired. If you're ambitious, maybe you work hard enough that you're going to get you know you're going to get a a raise here or there, something along those lines. But you're not fully vested. You're not fully vested in that in that job in that company. If you if it's your business, you are fully vested in that. Everything that you do, all of your efforts. They're, you're fully vested in that if it's if it's your truly your business, right? I love it. That's such a great compliment. I mean, it's, it's just great comment. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So good. So okay. So you're in an office, and one of the things that you've done, Todd, to compliment you really well is um, you've come out of the gate recruiting really well. So why do you think? I mean, because that's just selling. It's selling people on making their office better and moving to us and all that kind of stuff. So why do you think that's been something that's, um, you know, you've jumped right into and become really good at right away? Well, I think that, you know, probably the biggest part of that is the fact that you can call it drinking the Kool-Aid, whatever you want, but I believe in the company, and I truly believe in what Mark has built and what Mark's ideals are. He's client-centric and he's agent-centric. Whatever is good for the client, whatever the client wants, that's really what we're going to focus on because that's going to help the agent be successful, which in turn, that, that makes the company successful down the line. So agent-centric, client-centric, making sure that they get what they want, treating people fairly, and re- that's, you know, really that's, that's the whole mantra of the, of the company, helping people to build their own business, which is really what we're, what we're in business for. We're helping you build your business. We're going to help you with that. So conveying that to either a new agent or, you know, an experienced agent who just may not be happy with where they're at. They just don't feel like they're getting the support. They don't feel like they have the tools they need, whatever it is. Whatever it is they're looking for, we have it available here. So it's a matter of whether or not you take advantage of it. So being able to explain and being in the company for as long as I have, I understand the tools that we have. I understand the, you know, what our philosophy is. So I'm able to convey that very well with, you know, whoever I happen to be speaking to. And again, I think it, a lot of it just comes down to attitude. And I, I just know that this is the best place for an agent to be if they want to succeed. I would say attitude versus passion. Like you can tell you're passionate about it by the way you're explaining it. You're edu- and when you're educated about something, it's easier to become more passionate. Absolutely. You know, like, um, yeah, and it isn't just about making the money. You know, it's, it's about do you believe, I see, I, I'm like you. I have to believe in what I'm selling or doing. Otherwise, I can't do it. Yeah, absolutely. That's why you have to decide whether real estate's for you is the first one and then set a goal and so forth. So I love that. Anything yeah, else you want to add easy, relative this, to This is ahead. not an easy business. I mean, I, I, and I tell people that every time I talk to them, whether they're a new agent or whether they've been in the business for a while, if you've been in this business for over five years, congratulations. You've done what probably 95% of the people can't do. They can't make it for five years. So if you've been in this business five years, congratulations, you've done an awesome job. You've done something very right to make it through five years. If you make it through 10, gee, me Christmas, you're, you're like in the top 98% because this is a business of attrition. You, you, better, you would better either really try to, to sharpen your tools and be working at your business all the time or it's, it's going to pass you by. Right. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's the old, uh, I was thinking of that saying when you, you know, like, uh, you know, every, every gazelle wakes up in the morning knowing that they have to be faster than the slowest gazelle. <laughs> I don't know why the that reminds me. Yeah, the slowest, <laughs> right, exactly. All right, well, no, they just have to be faster than the slowest one the in slowest, the pack yep, because yeah, the cheetah is going to get one of them. 
Yep. <laughs> you just can't. Or you can be the one leading the pack, right? But so exactly. But it, it, it's up to you, and it's such a. That's why I love real estate. It's such. It is a like using LeBron James. Okay, you don't have to be six nine. Doesn't matter what color you are, what national origin. Nope. If you're willing to learn in real estate, okay, the playing field's even. If you're willing to, put, that's why anybody can be successful. Four feet, seven feet, doesn't matter. Uh, male, female. Uh, if you're willing to do the stuff. The, the actions necessary, you can be successful. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, look at our, look at our top agents. Just yeah. look at the, the vast variety of people that we have as top agents. You know, it right. doesn't matter whether you're, you know, you know tall, short, fat, skinny. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you're an introvert, extrovert. Uh, I mean, all types. It doesn't, it doesn't there, there's no single type of person that, can, that is going to be successful in real estate. Anybody can be successful. Given the right, right tools, given the right attitude, you, anybody can be successful. So speaking of that, Todd, and, uh, you, know, um, you know, you're an agent yourself, successful. You're one of the top agents in there, too. So what, I mean, what are some of the consistencies that you see of people producing at least, you know, to make a good income and higher? What would you see some of those co um, common characteristics, traits, whatever you want to call them, actions of uh, consistent agents? Number one is I think you need a business plan. You need to have a plan of action because goals without a roadmap are just a wish. So yep. you need to have that business plan. You need to have that plan of action. Okay, this is what I need to make this year. This is what I'd really love to make this year. Okay, but what I need to make this year, how am I going to accomplish that? How many deals do I need? Knowing your numbers, you know, what is your average sales price? You know, so you can figure out, okay, how many deals do I need to get to that dollar amount? Okay, I can figure that out. Okay, now how many clients or how many prospects do I need in order to get that many deals to meet that goal? So having your business plan, I think, is really a key piece of it, and then working that plan consistently. Consistency is really the key behind it. Okay. Yep. Okay, so have the business plan, fortunately for us. So basically, everybody, it's October, as I call it, Rocktober. Um, and the reason I call it Rocktober is if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, this month, next month, um, then you're really going to make it a year to remember because you really can turn next year into a 15-month by being super consistent right now. Okay, so I think that's critical. But yep. it starts with setting the goal, right? Set the goal. It's like, it's like writing in the mental GPS of the destination of where you want to end up and you're programming yourself to do that. So that's critical. So everybody on here, listen to Todd, talk to your manager, and set up a time to do your business plan. They're very good. Everybody, all managers have them. Set it up and do it. Okay, I, I have people in my coaching that do it, but you have to go over it with your manager because you want that one-on-one -on -one, uh, response as well. Okay, Absolutely. so that's that's a great one. Okay, so have a have a plan. You know, excuse me, have a goal. Uh, what would be number two on your list? Number two on my list, I think, is to be involved in not only not only just your, your own personal business, but be involved in other people's business. Be involved in the real estate business itself. So whether that is belonging to um, one, of the, one of the local tours that you can go on or belonging to a, uh, you know, a, a mastermind group or whatever you want to call it, somewhere where you can have a little bit of accountability, I think that, that is really wonderful. And I, you know, Rick, your, your coaching is, I think, another key piece behind it. If you've, got, if you've got somebody that can explain to you, you know, what you're doing, what things are working, what things are not working, 
kind of keep you on track. And I think your coaching calls are a really key piece behind that, is they keep you on track. They, they motivate you, they educate you, and they help you to move forward. Yep, well, thank you. Yeah, and, you know, it, it always, you know, it's not the most, uh, you, know, uh, you know, and I think Darren Hardy, if you listen to Darren Hardy, I love, I just finished the book, um, The uh, Entrepreneurial Roller Coaster. And, you know, the, the things that people do to be successful, I mean, most days are not sexy, glorious. I mean, but the repetition that you have to become comfortable with you know, how can you make the repetition more interesting, more fun? Because in order to be successful, it requires a healthy dose of repetition. And everybody just, you just have to get over that. So how do you make it more fun? How do you make, and coaching, I mean, people go, how do you do those coaching calls all the time? Well, it's like, why would I talk about anything other than what's working? That's, you know, when you, when you get on my coaching call, it's about accountability. Like, and, and you guys do it too. I know Amanda's on this call. She's, uh, she's been doing it for a while. You're on this call. You've been doing our WIG calls, which stands for Wildly Important Wildly Goals. Wildly Important Goals, yep. And you guys are responsible for certain. Tell me a little about your numbers. Well, my numbers, I think, let's see if I can. I've got a, another agent coming in today. I've got to get her signed up. She's coming in at 10 o'clock this morning, so I've got a new, new agent signing on today. And that puts me at 24 for the year. So that's 24 new agents that I've signed on for the year. So. You know, if, if we, and when we're looking at our WIG numbers, I, I love the WIG numbers that we have. And, and these are all set by all of, our, all of the branch managers. Every year we get together and we decide what are our goals for the year? How are we going to set What are we going to do? And this is our business plan. What are mm-hmm. we going to do as far as, you know, how many recruits are we going to have? How many people are we going to talk to every day? How many people from our own office as far as, you know, because retention is a big part of our, our business as well. We want to make sure our agents are happy. And how do we make sure they're happy? We'll talk to them. Find out if they're happy. Find out what they need. So those are, those are all big key pieces of what our wigs are every week as, you know, talking to our existing agents and talking to new agents and, and you know, recruiting and bringing people in. So those are and, – and my numbers, I think, have reflected the fact that I truly, I truly, really, like I said, I believe in the company, and I'm really happy at what I'm doing. Right. And give them an idea, like, what, so what is your goal for recruiting every year? My goal for recruiting every year is three agents a month. So if three I can recruit three agents a month, whether that's a new agent or whether it's a, a – we call it a non-seasoned agent. Maybe it's an agent who isn't producing at another company or whether it's a high-producing agent or a producing agent for another company. It doesn't matter as long as I can get three new agents a month. That will help yeah. grow the company and helping to, it helps grow our office, which helps energize the office, which brings everybody else forward. Yep, absolutely. So I just wanted them to hear. So your goal is 36. Yep. You're at 24. You'll probably be at 25 yep. by the end of today. So you're yep. pretty close to on pace to doing that. You definitely can finish at 33 or more. And, and, and one of the reasons I believe that this works is because of everything you just went through with them. We didn't have that yes. process. You're like, what's your goal? Well, I want to recruit as many agents as I can. And a lot of agents say that too. What's your goal? More. That's not a goal. <laughs> <laughs> right? More. Well, of course. What, what, and then you've got to think target. about it. Do you know how many agents I hear say, well, my goal is in my head. I go, well, your head is a terrible neighborhood. Do we want to be there? I mean, come on. You've got to get it out of your head onto paper. <laughs> my head's a terrible neighborhood some days too, but let's move on. Right? So I, that's Absolutely. such an important process. Absolutely. I think writing down your goals is another big piece. I mean, it's having written goals and have them somewhere where you can see them. 
it just it's yeah. a constant reminder and it's such a powerful thing to have that constant reminder of what you're doing and what your goal is and why you're doing it so i love i love vision boards i love having you know pictures of things that you really want pictures of things that you're you're trying to achieve and it's you know it can be pictures of a vacation it can be pictures of a car or a house or you know it can ju- it can be you know pictures of you know whatever it is that's important to you whatever it is that you want having those up somewhere where you can see them and a reminder as to why you're doing the things you're doing because it's like I keep saying this isn't easy this is not an easy business and you need reminders as to why you're doing it and you need the you need to have something that's going to keep you moving every day right you keep you something motivated keep you juiced keep you moving every day very critical okay what else anything else on your list as far as um, top producers or people on their way to being top producers there's several more things that I could talk about, but I guess we could be here all day talking about those. But those are my those are my key things, I think, right there. Those are the those are the most important in, in my mind. Okay, cool. All right, good. All right, good. So, anything else you want to mention relative to the real estate business that you're noticing today? Because I know this, even with this pandemic and things going on, it seems to be getting a lot better. Especially Arizona. Arizona's always been uh, probably at the most cutting edge of it, or I should say, the most open. But are you, are you noticing any differences? You know, we're fortunate that we have leadership that, you know, understands and, you know, has been, you know, very good about, about helping us to do our job and to do it effectively and also do it safely. So, you know, the things that we're doing, you know, we're not carelessly running out and, and doing, you know, crazy things, but, you know, understanding that, you know, the world can, needs to continue to move. And to continue to move, then we've got to, you know, we've got to continue to, to do our business. So letting us do our business, I think, has been a key piece, and that's a fact. I think it's just that we've got really good leadership that understands that that's helped us. Right, speaking of that, I'm going to Arizona on Thursday night to speak at this, um, the Scottsdale – what's that? Scottsdale Board Thursday morning for Shirley. So we had this approved okay. in yeah. March. <laughs> no, excuse me, May. And then um, it got postponed and postponed and postponed, and now they're actually doing it uh, this Friday – so it'll be, uh, it'll be the first time I've flown, other than for vacation, since March, since the national retreat. We all flew back. And if that retreat yep. was two weeks later, it probably wouldn't have happened. Crazy, right? No. Uh, it, uh, if it was a week later, it may not have happened. Yeah. Because, I mean, things were yep. closing down as we were flying back. And yeah. that, that was another, I think, uh, just one more really key piece that, that going to these conventions is such a powerful thing. I mean, you yeah. meet so many other agents from around the country that you can network with. But the information that you gather from, from those conventions are uh, worth every penny that you spend to go and do it. Right. I agree. You know, and it's kind of like the, the massive exposure, like whether you're listening to audiobooks or, you know, you can listen to stuff on YouTube, you just pick good stuff to listen to. Because I'm going to tell you, I, I, you know, there's some days I wake up and an hour later, hour and a half later after my workout and listening to audiobooks, I am in a whole different place than when you wake up in the morning, right? Absolutely. So that constant exposure you're talking about is critical. Yeah, you have to feed your head with good things. All right, since I know you're an expert on this too, we have, we have a few minutes left here. Give them a few, because uh, I know you're uh, very well-versed at the new VAC 2.0. So give oh, them a yeah. couple tidbits that you think are awesome as far as using that system. Uh, you know, I love the neighborhood reports. Yeah, Absolutely no, love the neighborhood reports. And I'm using them on other agents from other companies. 
when I'm talking to them, I'm, you know, I've, I usually have their address, or what I'll do is I'll pick an address of a listing that maybe they just took or that they just closed. And when I'm talking to them, I'll, I'll talk to them about our you know, different tools that we have. And I'll mention this neighborhood report and how very hyper-local it helps us to be. So from, from that, then I say, well, you know what, hey, I'm just going to send you a quick little email. Take a look at it. And if you do me a favor, just let me know what you think. If you think that it's a good report or if you think it's valuable, if it's a tool you think would be, would be useful. And that's kind of where I leave it. And when I get off the phone with them, less than, in less than two minutes, I can create a neighborhood report. Pop in their mm. address within a half a mile of their house, put it in there and, and say, here, here's the neighborhood report I was just talking about. Kick it off to them and send it out and let them take a look at it. Almost always within 15 minutes of when it hits their desk, they open it up and take a look at it. Mm -hmm. So it's, and, and the feedback that I've gotten from almost every single one of them is, wow, this is amazing. This is really an, mm -hmm. an amazing little report. So I love that little piece. The other piece I love about the neighborhood report is, you know, as an agent, if I'm, if I'm trying to concentrate on a specific area or neighborhood or whatever it is, whatever niche that I'm looking at, I can, take a, I can take that neighborhood report, and if you open up the neighborhood report and it says click here to open in a new window, you click on that, that little thing at the top of the report, it opens up a new window. I can copy that, paste it into a Facebook post, and post that up there, and, it, and it's, that, that report is, generates and posts itself right there on Facebook. So it's awesome. a quick, easy way to throw something up on Facebook as well. A great little, a great little piece to throw out on on social media that's that's got relevant information on it. Yep. No, it's all great stuff, and I think that uh, you know. And then we have the newsletters in there, and there's. Yep. You know, I mean, we have so many tools for them to agent as agents as they use, you know, to use. And people go, well, if everybody's using this, first off. We would love if everybody was using it, but remember, you have your own sphere of influence. You have your own farm. You have, that's number one. Number two, everybody's not using it. Just like, well, if you're sending out the expired letter no, numbers, we're all going to be calling them? No. No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> not so everybody does that. <laughs> when you use this system, it looks like your own customized, unique, awesome plan, and that's part of the whole gig today, too, giving them really good current, as Mark will say, Hyper local. Yep. Yeah. There's another word this year that's introduced. Yeah. Hyper local, and the other one is unprecedented. I mean, how many times have you heard that this year? I mean, I don't even think the word was used prior <laughs> to this year. Unprecedented times. Yeah. Anyway, they really are too. All right, Todd Lee, thank you very much. Any final words you want to leave them of wisdom today, my man? Uh, stay in school. Don't do drugs. Have fun. Okay. No, just say no. Remember Nancy Reagan? Just say yeah, no. Just say no. <laughs> like, that was going to work. All right. <laughs> All right, Todd, thank you very much for your time today. Everybody, we'll be doing this in a week. And I have to say this. Do not forget, ladies and gentlemen, I'm doing a success series all week next week, live in Nevada in the St. Rose bullpen. And then I'll be doing it on um, – you know, uh, Google Hangouts as well. So all three markets are avail available to come. Let's have a great turnout. It's the time of the year that you really need a refresher. Some of you, some of you need your CE credits, whatever. But uh, attend, attend. Todd, thank you once again. Everybody else, You're we'll welcome. do this again in a week. Woo! Sounds good. Thanks, Go again, guys. folks. Thank Bye. you.